write about Trying to figure out what it's all about Existentialist Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know I don't know That was a great sound of Wata With Outside on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven Myself Prestige with my partner in crime Long Island Raised Elm City Made E Z Blues Is in the building Easy Blues, you're a better with introductions more than me. Who do we have with us today on Behind the Brand? There's the alpha, there's the omega, there's the beginning, there is the end. We started this episode and every episode since the April episode that we initially had this man on our show with this man. This man has become a full feature of this show. Not only that, he went from by city to by coastal to now by countries gotta love it absolutely he jumped on that midnight train or plane to cali then he jumped across the pond to france why because he's pushing the envelope of art he's understanding who he is and he's fully divine defining his voice he went to Cali, put on a hat, and he got a brand new logo, and I love it. I want you to put your hands together, not if you're driving. If you're driving, please keep your hands at 10 and 2, or we want to avoid accidents. But mentally, you can put your hands together for the amazing, someone that it is honor and privilege to call family. Wata. Hey, brother. How y'all doing? Doing well, doing, doing well. Great. How have you been? My voice has sounded like this for the last month. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just finished up record, recording a record, so of course you have the strain. Of it was wild. That. It was wild. Well, speaking but of I'm happy, recording, I'm happy, I'm, I'm happy to be back. Oh, no, it's great to have you. It definitely is great to have <laughs> you. Um, I know Easy is begging to, to ask a question, but Easy, I just want to interrupt. I just want to know how was France? I never been to France. That's what the question was. That was the question was. I'm glad we think the same thought. How was <laughs> France? Because the videos we posted it's... online were really great, especially you skateboarding just across the country. You were having a great time. I tell me about um, that experience. The so, the social media is only the good parts, you know. Um, <laughs> France. It's weird because like I took French. When I I went to school in Canada, Connecticut, and okay. I took French from seventh grade to twelfth grade. Oh, cool. And. In an ironic or weird, whatever the word is, I'm a good, like, I felt like it, when I went to France, I was like, I'm supposed to be here. This is why I took French when I was a kid, you know, and so I can communicate. The French, to me, I mean, being now, like, being, like, I don't want to say international, but, like, just being across the, I guess, the pond, um, France is lit. <laughs> I mean, it's just, like, uh, the, the style of life is, like, the style of life that, like, I would like. The pace, the pace is sort of, it's just like, um, and not to sound anti-American or anything like that, but it's just like, uh, when I was like, when I went out and I'm like, oh, I'm a musician, they're like, oh, you're a musician. Like, it's a real job. Not this, mm -hmm. I think music is a real job, but there it's like, oh, wow, you do music? You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. They're a little, they're a little snooty. You know, it's, I mean, being in New York and being in LA and then being in Paris, like, I, I appreciated the, and I noticed, like, if you open with English, like, leave me alone. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, mm -hmm. it's like um, that entitlement of being American is like, I, I, I fully felt it. And I was like, appreciative that I felt it. And I'm like, I got to start with French, you know, or at least mm -hmm. like, I would say this with any country, like respect your culture. I'm going to, I'm going to, here's my French, but at least I'm trying. Oh, sorry. Here's my French, but at least I'm trying. You know what okay. I mean? Right. Sorry. <laughs> the food was good? Was the food good? I didn't. Uh, the food was good. It was more... Mm -hmm. It was healthier. I don't know. That sounds weird, but it was like everything you bought had an A, B, C, D, or F. Right. Like it told you before you ate it, like what grade of health this food was. I would say even like... I mean, I saw McDonald's. I went to McDonald's once, you know, right. and even that, like, after I ate it, I didn't feel crappy. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I was mm. like, like, the quality of food, the portions are smaller. Food is cheaper. Mm -hmm. Wow. And 
the quality of food is just like it's another level up like mm. it was like it wasn't like baguettes and croissants yeah those were there and they're cheap like croissant was like 40 cents you know what i mean not like uh right and uh but the, when i ate like i don't know i felt good like i never felt like i'm like oh i'm overstuffed or like I, what i mm. ate was like not good for me but i know this is not about food but it kind of involves food i did not see one bidet <laughs> uh, what i didn't Nonsense. i was i was i was looking for it <laughs> and I was, but maybe where i was staying it wasn't you know it wasn't mm. available or, or but so i was i stayed in france mm-hmm. in paris for four days mm-hmm. um i got super sick i caught oh, the flu and like i've Honestly, I've never been so sick in my life. It was like, because right before I left LA, I'm like, you know what? I I got to I got to Connecticut, and I was like, I'm gonna go get that bivalent booster. Like, I don't want any problems, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember the lady was like, "Oh, do you want the flu shot?" And I'm like, "Nah, I'm good. I haven't gotten the flu in ten years." <laughs> I will always remember that. I will always remember that. Now. Famous <laughs> last words. And I got because the last time I got the flu, I remember I got super sick. I mean, the flu right. shot, I got super sick, and I was like, I don't, I don't want to get COVID. And I went away get the COVID booster and the flu. You know, I'm gonna feel miserable. You know, right? Oh, I felt this. I, I mean, I was sweating through like you're sweating. I, I never sweating through my clothes oh, onto my like, Airbnb bed. Like it was, it was rough, dude. Oh, and goodness. like trying to do that and speak French, <laughs> like I'm just like my brain. You know what I mean? And um, right. I was my friend Mike came with me. He was he showed me everything, and it's like. There's like a little documentary coming out about it. You see like a cut of like four days. I'm just like, yeah, I can't even like, I can't move. Like I, I'm, mm-hmm. but um, we went to, so we started in Paris. Then we went to Egmeton. That's where everything was recorded, mm-hmm. which is a town of 4,000 people. Oh, Lord. Mm. And uh, I was hyped because where I went to school, I thought it was small and it's 9,000 people. I'm like, oh, this wow. is high right. that. Like, and um. Not that I wish I was there right now, but it's like the friendliest, nicest people I have ever, you know, met. I went to that there when I got so when I got there, I was extra sick, and my producer brought me to um, brought me to the hospital because I was like, mm. I'm here. I've 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 worked, you know, I work. I, I'm a waiter here in LA. I'm like, I have worked the last six months to get here, mm-hmm. and now yeah. I'm like, not even like a kilometer away from here, and I'm like, and I I can't see you because I'm sick. Mm-hmm. so i'm like i want to go to the hospital like, like like let's get this taken care of like i got i gotta get better you know i can't be in france and that thing i went to the emergency room in france he went with me translated for me um they took care of me they tested mm-hmm. me for everything gave me medicine it was 11 euros no insurance yeah. wow like and they were like you're like you're the first american we've seen here in like almost 10 years <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> And and I'm uh, and the fact to me to I, I I always call myself Puerto Rican, Puerto you know. So he, like being like American, I'm like I'm like I am American, you know what I mean? Like, like I mean I yeah, it was like a very like uh enlightening thing, I guess. Like and to the rest of the right. world I'm, I'm American, you know. And um but dude, they took care of me, like they're like, what do you what do you need? I'm like, I just need so I, at the end of the day I had influenza A. An ear infection, which I've never had in my life, and a throat Oh my infection. goodness! Ooh, that's rough. Got those antibiotics. Two days later, um, I was uh, I had to. The toughest part was actually I didn't want to get my producer sick, so I wanted to get like a so uh, um, influenza A is over there is grip, grip mm. A like ah, and it was the hardest thing is to find a test for the flu. <laughs> Literally, I had to look. They're like, you don't want a COVID test? I'm like, no, nah, I want a, a flu test. Like, you sure? <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I can't talk, please. <laughs> I'm like, I just, I'm like, I just, I just need this test negative so I can get back to the studio. And it took me like six days to test negative. And then okay. I was back in the studio. But the first three sessions were like this, virtual. And I'm like, how ironic is it that I make it all the way to France? I'm less than a mile away from my producer, and I had to do like a virtual session, you know? Uh, right. Wow. But France, now, I, mean, how mu- I want to go back. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Well, no. How much of that influenced the sound of this new record? 
Because that's an incredible story. It is. You know? It's funny because Mike, the whole time I was there, Mike was like, because like people were like, why are you in Eclaton? You know, why are you in France? Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, I'm recording an album. And and Mike was always like, you're so weird, Jose, because like you just say like you're in France from America. Like, it's like, it's not a bit like you say, oh, I'm here to record. It's like people are going to react mm-hmm. to that. They're like, wow, you're like, why are you all the way in France? I mean, an influence that it made me feel, I mean, not, not, not that I felt invincible before, but I'm just like, whoa, getting sick is like, a real, you know, it's, I've never been that sick. Mm-hmm. Like, I usually can push through anything. And I was just like, I mean, sleepless nights. Mm-hmm. It, it, stre- it stressed me out, to be honest, because it's like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I sing. So if I don't have my voice, and it made me realize, like, damn, if I, if I don't have my voice, I'm, I'm in trouble. You know what I mean? Like, and uh, I'm uh, I, I've been blessed with like a, like a strong voice and stuff like that, and, and mm-hmm. my voice wasn't strong then. You know, it, I was like, it was um when you hear this album, it's it was it's very trying times. Not to sound like mm-hmm. dramatic about dramatic about it, but I, I was like, man, I I put so much you know money and effort mm-hmm. into this. I'm here. And now I can't do like the thing that I'm supposed to, you know, the thing mm-hmm. that I that or the thing that like, um, like it was like being like this best skateboarder ever. And someone took your skateboard away. You know what I mean? Like, it's right. like, I don't, I don't, I physically can't, I don't, even if I wanted to sing, I don't sound like, Jose, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it just, it made me want it more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In general, maybe it didn't influence the songs in this, in the sense of like, you'll hear it like in the lyrics or whatever. Uh, even though I did finish one song there, but it made me more grateful of what I like, mm-hmm. like the the gift that I have, and it made me, I don't know, want it more. I'm like, let's do this, right. and then I'm like, because I don't know when I'm fifty or I'm sixty, I might not be able to sing anymore. You know what I mean? It, it, it can yeah. be taken away, basically. True. And I'm like, well, no, and, me, and, I don't, yeah. Uh, no, that that's that's one of the the the, the key points, really. You know, there, there was a track by somebody, I think many, many moons ago, you know, to live like you are dying. Um, and it's one of like the best, you know, experience in life. Anytime you, you've had a close to near death experience, that first cheeseburger after that is the best cheeseburger you've ever had in your life. You know, that first milkshake is the best milkshake you've ever had in your life. Um, and from that point, you were literally at a point where you thought you were never going to be able to do who you are. It's not your job. It's not, you know, a profession, you know, performing in music is who you are so much so that, you know, you packed up everything and moved several times to continue to chase that journey. I don't say chase a dream. I say chase a journey and to live those, those aspects. And here you are taking a huge leap of faith, going to France. And instead of crumbling under the pressure, some people might have had a, a nose sniffle, packed it all up and said, I'll reschedule. You soldiered through, and I want to give you your flowers for that because that is a, the true story here. You know, anybody don't, that is reviewing, don't make me cry. <laughs> yeah, I got you, I got you. But anyone that is reviewing, the, you know, this record when it does come out and that, that type of aspect, they need to know that story, you know, because that is what we are as artists. The true artists are willing to sacrifice everything for their art, and here you are in another country having to be as vulnerable as humanly possible just to get that art out you know so i applaud you for that seriously i always think uh anybody can do it you know <laughs> that's not <laughs> at least that's that's how i think about it because everybody's like oh you went to france and i'm like yeah all i did is went on i went on expedia and i booked a play you know what i mean like Mm-hmm. In my brain, that's how I think about it. You know, like the, I'm like, right. I booked the flight and I was like, I'm gonna go record in France. I mean, I got lucky because so my, my 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 producer lived in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He's French, and um, he's like French and Chilean, and he moved back to France after the pandemic, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm in France. Like you, you can come over here, and I'm like, I'm coming. You know what I mean? Like literally, I'm just like, <laughs> right. I'm like. I didn't even think about. I'm like, there's no option. I'm, I'm I, I like recording with you, so I have to go to France now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. Right. That's right. And it's not like a, a thought of absolutes so much, but it's just more like I'm like, this is gonna be crazy. You know, like, mm-hmm. and when I say crazy, I mean it in like a you know a positive way. To me, crazy is just like 
I guess, stimulating. Um, and I'm like, I'm going to France. I've never been to France. Ma basically, I find excuses to do anything. I'm like, oh, I got to travel across the country. I guess I got to do a tour. You know what I mean? Like, I got to go see my mom. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I have right. to find, like, like, rationalize it in my, like, in my brain. And, um, I mean, it was, it was a lot. You know, like, I've never, when you hear the album, <clears throat> there's a lot of, this is the first album. There's no features. It's just me. Mm. Every every harmony, every harmony you hear, it's me. And it's me like, I don't know, fighting through like, I don't know, it's maybe it's gonna sound gross, but like phlegm, fighting through like, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, um, when I learned about France, it's cold. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> and it's it's different because I've learned at least at where I was, like, there's an energy crisis there. You know, mm -hmm. so people. When you warm up a room, it's not like here in America that the whole apartment's warmed up. I'm like, no, they warm up whatever room they're they're using. So you right. walk out of that room, like you know, you walk you walk out of that room, and I learned Celsius real quick. <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, twelve Celsius, whatever, and I walk out. And I'm like, oh, it's brick. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, uh, <laughs> and I'm like, this is your house. You know what I mean? Like, and but it made me feel more like human in a sense. Like, there's little things that I really appreciated. I was in Barcelona for a little bit too is um and i always bring this up it's like i washed my clothes and i hung it dry and for some reason mm -hmm. me putting that on the line and like wait it made me appreciate like clothing more i'm like all right if i dirty shirt i gotta wait three days to wear it again because it's when i washed mm -hmm. it it has to you know it has to dry and um that with the food everything was more it's not that instant like gratification like oh i gotta i'm gonna dry this dry this now and then I don't know my my clothes felt felt better. I didn't get that you know when you dry your clothes you're like ooh there's a little mm -hmm. you know <laughs> I'm like what did I eat last night you know what I mean um, <laughs> it it made me it slowed everything down mm -hmm. in Egleton there was an alarm from twelve to two literally an alarm in the town that rang off and at twelve o'clock everything would close mm -hmm. like you can't work from twelve to two and. Mm -hmm. As like American as I was, I'd be like, I want to go get food, you know. And they're like, Oh, it's, I gotta wait, I gotta wait two hours, you know, because my sessions would be from like nine a.m. to like two, like nine a.m. to like actually no, they would be like like ten to two. So I'd get out and like everything would be reopening, and like I was saying before, like that pace. I don't know. I like I enjoyed that pace, you know. I never felt rushed mm -hmm. to do anything. I never felt number one thing. I never felt overworked. I never felt like my job. Yeah. I mean, I was there doing my job and doing music, but I felt like nobody there was doing their job because they had to. They enjoyed going to work. They enjoyed like doing their, you know, whatever the, you know, whatever time they wanted to spend. <clears throat> and that's what I did. one thing I miss. Like I'm already back here. And I'm like, man, I'm over, like not overworked. It's just like the American way. It's just like work, 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 work. And I'm like, bro, like mm -hmm. you, gotta, you gotta enjoy it a little bit. You know what I mean? Even if you enjoy a baguette or like. The human being needs that, like that, that, that pace and that, like I don't know, minute to just be like, I'm doing me right now. I'm not doing someone else's yep. dream. I'm not working at. I almost said Caldors. I almost aged myself. <laughs> I'm not working <laughs> at uh, like Walmart. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I'm just doing like, even if I'm sitting down, just thinking about like whatever I want to think about. It's whatever I want to think about, and I enjoyed that. I'm not saying Europe is perfect or better or superior. I just think that. They have like humanity in their own way figured out, you know. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, and, and and that's the key thing. Look, at, at the end of the day, on this show, we never force fault in anyone else's hustle. But there is a key aspect of being able to appreciate what you do, the work that you put in, and we as a culture constantly are with that go 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 hustle type of grind we then start to not being able to appreciate those, you know, those things. Um, so the, our quality of life might have shrunken a little bit as our portions get bigger. You know, and I love how you describe that it's a portioning, not only in the food in which we eat, but in the way we consume energy. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much for, for pointing that out. Um, now, Sans, that, what was it like skateboarding? And was it like different rules skateboarding in France? You know, was there like no? Dude with the I would time? say so. Skateboarding in France, I would, 
to me it's wild like if there's a video i don't think i posted it on social media it's like i'm like skateboarding in front of like the eiffel tower and i don't know mm-hmm. in that moment then one i was sick af and um and i don't know it didn't it didn't until i saw the video i'm like oh my god i just i literally was just skating in front of the eiffel you know like mm-hmm. barcelona though you know what i mean like <laughs> right it's, it's different it's not um it's not vinylized, but it's a skateboard is like another person, you know. Like I was in the front in the, right. the the Arc of Triumph in in Barcelona. I'm skating, like I have a video, and I'm like, like there's like the cops are there, like and they don't care. It, it's just like uh, mm-hmm. I don't think I ever saw one no skateboarding sign. You know, it, it's wow. not like, uh, villainized. Is that the word I'm looking for? I like mm-hmm. there's like there's there's a level of respect that it's like I'm not here like mess anything up or you know break anything barcelona is literally a big skate park like everything there i'm just like <laughs> i'm like how? i'm like did they know you know like, did they know you know? right like um i mean and if i moved anywhere would we spain like it's beautiful mm-hmm. man like it's like the spanish is different they're like oh where are you from immediately and i spoke spanish and i'm like Ooh. <laughs> and it's like the beach is right there you know like everything is there in like this little you know in this little compact space um but neither country like they they don't care you know it's not like here you're not gonna get that angry grandma like yelling at you from the stoop like like you're skating do you do you literally that's that's how i feel in europe like do you you're not breaking anything you're not bothering people you know maybe i'm making a little noise but it's like i could be doing that then like i don't know heroin in the corner <laughs> you know what i mean like right it's like they don't they you know, it's like they don't, they support it. If anything, they watch, you know, they start watching. Mm-hmm. Nobody's calling the cops on you. Yeah, know, old people like, are watching like, uh, and supporting us on WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven. Myself, Prestige, with my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City Maid, and the person who's responsible for our theme song, Wata, on Behind the Brand. Wata, I hope I didn't lose your train of thought. Go right ahead. No, the, the craziest thing about it is that I didn't know this. And then I was there through the World Cup, like from the oh, beginning. Oh, wow. To the end. And I was just like, allez le bleu. I, I learned that. That's like, go the blue. You know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> right. And uh, there's this, I, honestly, I think that every art, like, it opened me up. And I know I don't want to be like dramatic. And I'm like, oh, Jose went to Europe and now he did somebody else. But it's like, like, it's, it's, to be completely honest, it made me, I'm like, you know, the, the U.S. is cool and I, I love the opportunities that the U.S. gives me. But as a musician, I'm like, oh man, like this is literally a whole nother world, literally, that could be listening to my music. I don't need mm-hmm. to be so so focused on the U.S. You know, there's the West Coast in LA, there's the East Coast, and there's France, like there's Spain, there's, you know, Sweden. There's, mm-hmm. it really opened me up and I'm like, oh, I can be making music and it, it, not that I want to be like a world musician or whatever that's called there, like, but it's like, there's other, you know, it's not, it's not that it's not here, but there's also other places. And that's what I felt like I got from being in Europe. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, I can be famous in Spain. You know, I mean, Hendrix got famous in in, in London, England, before he came mm-hmm. to like the, the, the States. Mm-hmm. And, and um, it's stuff like that, that I'm like, there's something about Europe that they, they, at least from my experience, you know, everybody experiences life differently that I felt like they appreciate music. You know what I mean? Like right. they, I'm not saying that Americans don't. We just, we, I think that we see it differently. You know, when I say, <clears throat> when I tell someone I'm a musician, it's, I, I, there's that pause. I'm like, is that your real job? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, like yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I'm doing. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know, I'm I'm about to turn 35, and it's like, I I don't like that like pause. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it's like it's not a game. I mean, I'm a musician, and it's cool. Like, it is like a, I get to have a pretty awesome life for most of it. Mm-hmm. What people see, you know what I mean? People don't see like the you know the struggles behind it, etc. But um, you know, like that that sense of liberty and freedom, I get to experience. Like, I get to go to France and go like you know, mm-hmm. but. It doesn't come with, without a cost. Is what I'm, I, think, I feel like sometimes music is put at like, oh, like you're just doing whatever you want. I'm like, yeah, but I'm also I'm sacrificing A, B, and C to do, right. you know, this. 
And in Europe, I just felt like if I was born there and raised there, like I didn't, I would obviously have to sacrifice at, at all times, but I wouldn't have to do that. Like there's no pause, you know what I mean? There's mm -hmm. not, oh, your music is awesome. What kind of music do you make? In in Europe, what I like is that when I meet people, they don't ask me what I do. They don't get, they don't care what right. I do. They're like, what, what? Hey, what's up? That's it. You know what I mean? Nobody's judging right. me about like my job. Nobody's judging me. They're like, we're here at this bar. We're here, here. Like we're here wherever we are. I just want to know about you, not about what you do. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. For me, I mean, I'm happy that I don't have to say accountant. No offense to any accountants out there, but it's like right. I'm happy that I never have to say like, oh, I work in data entry. You know what I mean? Like, right. Nothing against data entry. It's just not made for my DNA. That's all. No, and, and that's that's a, that's a key part, and, and I really want people to understand that. You know, you even said it early on in this interview when Prestige said, oh, it looked great over in France. You're like, yeah, that was the interwebs. You know, what you see on social media is the best version of this, and what a lot of people will see or perceive when you state you are a musician or, you know, you say, it's I'm able to live, you know, a lifestyle like this, they automatically are like, Oh, he's got the big house and, you know, that MTV Cribs lifestyle when that's not what this is truly about. You know, there are those incredible sacrifices. And that's what we love about doing this show is we get to talk about those. You know, um, you have given up a lot. You, you know, you went into places where there was not the support system you have in Connecticut, in Hartford. You've continued to take those risks to advance yourself, but also to really find the best parts of your art. Um, is there anything that you would have done different or are you truly enjoying every part of the adventure, even the I got flu sick and should have took my flu shot? You know what I mean? No, I mean, I always think that, you know, <clears throat> like, um, to be dramatic, I feel like getting the flu of some more albums. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I don't regret anything. Um, okay. I maybe there are moments that I think I should have handled things differently, but mm -hmm. I think life is so fragile that like any decision that I could have made, would have made differently, I could just I could literally just not be here in general. Like if I, you know, mm -hmm. even crossing the street, I mean, crossing Los Angeles streets is nuts. <laughs> Do not jaywalk in LA. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, not like I don't know. I don't. I don't know any other life, so I don't know how to regret anything else because I'm here, and I'm just enjoying being here. And that's really it. Like I don't like the other. They was like, oh, would you want to like teach music and I, I or teach like how to make it in music? And to me, that's I can't teach because the only thing I was like, just just do it. And not like Nike or whatever, mm -hmm. but just just go for it. You have, you know, I feel like you have more to lose from not going to it. I'm 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 blessed in the sense that like I have I just I work and I, and this is not to toot my own horn, I work really hard, you know what I mean? To mm -hmm. do what I want to do. And for me, that's like how I attained that freedom. And for me, it's just, it's just, you know, I was in an Uber yesterday and the lady was like, so you're a musician. And like, my daughter's trying to break into music. Like, how should she do it? And I'm like, go to an open mic. Tell her to go to an open mic. Because mm -hmm. it, it's a, it's like a double-edged sword in a good way. It's like, she's going to, she's going to be in front of people. So she's going to get used mm -hmm. to being on stage and she's going to meet like-minded people. You know what I mean? That's, that's, it, you know it's it's really i so i can't i mean i don't want to teach like a, a 90 day course or whatever like a seven day course because i would just be like me repeating it's kind of like in the shining when he's like writing the same thing over and over i was like just do it like you never are you're never gonna know unless you do mm -hmm. it it's like when you want to ask a girl on a date you're never gonna know unless you ask you know what i mean it's just like yeah and, it, I, and I know it's easier said than done and it's i know that's oversimplified but I have things that I wish I handled differently, but I don't have, like, I don't think I have a regret, like, because um, I don't know if I would be here if I would, if I, if any, any part of my life would have changed. I don't know if we would be having this conversation if any of my mm -hmm. life changed, you know what I mean? 
no, that, that's, that is the perspective to have, man. Um, you know, every step has led you to this point and every step that and therefore is valuable. Um, and I hope maybe, maybe, are... maybe avoid spare airlines. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, all right, every time I get on, every time I get on spare, I'm like, all right, Jose, we got to make it so we can, <laughs> we cannot take spare anymore. <laughs> you know, like, it's the whole basis of my yeah. career. Let's get on, let's get on the United or something, anything, you know, anything <laughs> frontier and spirit. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Not a, no, not a, those... not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. No, but that that's, you know, that's the reality of the whole thing. You know, you're, you're constantly wanting to push forward, you know, because you don't know, one, how good that other pricier airline is until you sit in it, right? You don't know, you know, and now you're like, okay, well, I've got to make it to this point. I've got to get to this point. Um, back in, in military training, we lived by the, hey, oh, I got, we're, we're up, we're doing PT. I just have to make it to breakfast. You've made it through breakfast. Now I just have to make it to lunch. You've made it through lunch. Now I just have to make it to dinner. Now bed, repeat cycle. Um, you know, and it becomes that, that type of reality. And as artists, that is something that I really hold on to as well. You know, we just have to make it through this, just have to make it to this show, get through this set, knock out this show, and then start planning out for the next one. You know, it's, it's getting really, really important. And I hope artists are really paying attention here. Plan out your schedule. Definitely plan out your schedule. Make sure your schedule is locked in, but don't ever overlook what you have to do today. You know, cause that show, like, I don't care. You have a huge show three weeks out. You have a show today that should be your best show. That is your most important show. No matter if you're opening for, you know, Jimi Hendrix and, and Jim Morrison came back from the dead to do a stadium tour and you're the opening act, but you're doing that next week. Got you. No problem. Today is your most important show because you never know. You never know if you make that connection like that Bill Carpenter, you know, who is so open and loving with their support you know, they will go above and beyond. And it's so incredible to have that cheering section, especially in those days of playing those empty rooms. What was it like for you coming through those empty rooms? Now you started doing it younger. So you have a much better perspective of those empty rooms. So I was reading somewhere, <clears throat> someone was saying is like, I've opened for big bands. You know, I opened, you were there for PMB Rock, you were there. I opened for Explosion to the Sky. If, if I was going to rethink anything now that I'm older, is those shows are cool for the resume and cool for like my personal, like I'm like, oh, I did it. Sweet. But they don't really help, dude. Um, I'd rather play to a room of like um, 40 people, eight people mm -hmm. that like, they're there for me because they, they, they care about me. They care about my well-being. They're going to buy merch because they care about me as an artist, they like my music, and that's cool too. But they're like, I want to see this person do well. So next time I play a show, they're like, oh, let's go see Huata. Let's go see Shane Penguin. Let's go see them because he made me feel good, and I believe in him, and I want him to do well because I believe in him as a human being. And they bring their friends, and that's the way I want want to grow. You know, like um, mm -hmm. I, I I got lost a little bit in when I was younger, and like, oh, I want to, you know trying to open for all these big acts. I'm I'm the big act. You know what I mean? Like you're the big act. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's like in your mind, like you gotta I, I hate not that I hate saying like manifest or whatever, but it's like you've gotta treat yourself. You if nobody's gonna believe in you if you don't believe in yourself. It's really sure. like it's, it's it, and true. I hate that it's simple. <laughs> I hate that it's simple because mm -hmm. putting it to work is not as simple. You know what I mean? Like writing it down it's like oh yeah believe in yourself. <laughs> cool you know but believing in yourself mm -hmm. is hard you know what i mean and um i don't know that's it dude like you were saying like like right now like my friend eliza so i guess um uh, foreshadowing there's i have a show in new haven for the album release right and then i just got mm -hmm. like offered like one of my dream venues in new york city this never happened and i was sending emails a couple days ago and i was like you know what Let's let's go for it. Who cares? Mm -hmm. And the only venue that responded to me was this dream venue that I think that I thought of not like emailing. And it's on the 28th. Mm -hmm. 
And then I got offered a show in New Hampshire in between that. So, you know, from New Haven to Dover, it's like three hours. And then to get back mm -hmm. to New York City the next day, it's five hours. And I was talking to my, one of my, this is literally fresh. This is yesterday. And I go to one of my mm -hmm. coworkers. I'm like, should I do this? Like, this is like, this, that's a lot of driving to be like, like, and to me, I'm like, you know, I think New Haven is going to sell out. You know, these are like, for me, it's like next caliber shows, you know? Right. And he's like, why wouldn't you? You're Jose. You know what I mean? And I'm like, mm -hmm. and she's like, just don't drink too much. You know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah, I mean, but, it, but, but, it, but it's like, sometimes like it, it took her shaking me and I'm like, why am I, this is my dream. Why am I, why am I second guessing it? You know what I mean? Like drive the five hours. You know what I mean? What else, like, mm -hmm. what else would I be doing? What else would I want to be doing in Dover, New Hampshire to get back to New York, you know? So it's stuff right. like that that's like, I don't know. Um, I do want to say one thing, and I know this is off topic, because um, yeah. I, I think we're ending soon. Um, so the album was called Beanie. And, yeah, and, awesome. I, and, and there was something that Prestige said earlier, was like I, the, that hat wearing. I never mm -hmm. wore hats when I was in the East Coast. Like, mm -hmm. And I started wearing a, a beanie because I was working at a deli in Bed-Stuy. Probably the worst job of my life. Worst <laughs> job? Like, worst <laughs> job, you know? Like a deli in Bed-Stuy. I hate making sandwiches, dude. I never knew that I, I despise making sandwiches. Like, like, anybody that works at Chipotle or any, like, Subway, like, I, I give you, like, I will give you, like, my soul. You know what I mean? Because, like, <laughs> the people, I mean, people and food in general but jesus uh, christ but anyways so i did that for like for two months and it was just like this ain't it you know what i mean but i'm like mm -hmm. but you gotta make you gotta you gotta get bread you gotta uh, you know mm -hmm. literally and um and so i had to cover my hat like my head so i started wearing a beanie there mm -hmm. um and there's something you know and then i got a purple one and like purple's my favorite color and there's something once I got to LA that I I I I just kept the beanie on, and I mm -hmm. I think in my brain it's somewhere like it's some sense of like defense mechanism that like it makes me feel safe having that on my head, mm -hmm. and but it also like to me it represents a simple beanie. It was a three dollar beanie, you know, that I got on the street, and to me it represents just like I thought when I was on the East Coast that you know if I wanted to be an actor. Like, oh, they must be an actor at all. There's always this, like, criticism of, of every every move I made. So mm -hmm. I'm not saying LA is better than New York, but to me, it just gave me, like, that. Like, for moving from Connecticut to New York gave me, like, a new chapter, a new page. But moving here, mm -hmm. I'm like, yo, I don't know anybody. I can be, right. I can write a pogo stick on the street, and that's the pogo guy. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> right. And it gave me that freedom to just not care. And to me, I don't know. I mean, I always not cared, but it, like the beanie for me, that's what it represents. Just like, hey, I couldn't wear hats in the East Coast. I mean, I could, but you know what I mean. Like, and now mm -hmm. I can wear, I can wear a fitted. I can wear, I can wear an LA fitted. You know, when I bought the LA fitted, you know how many people hit me up like, oh, you're not even from LA. Why do you have an LA fitted? I'm like, it's a hat. Get out of my yeah, DMs. Wait. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like, like it's blue. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like. <clears throat> I like the logo. It's cool. The last two letters of my last name are LA, you know what I mean? Um, right. So to me, the beanie represents, in, in a weird way, like freedom to me. I'm like, I can I can wear mm -hmm. whatever. I can wear whatever shoes I want to wear. I, I don't, I don't care. I just don't care. I just, you know, and maybe that mm -hmm. comes with age too. Like, I just like, if if you want to criticize my hat wearing or like, I mean, you're just bored. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you got, you got to find something else to do. You know what I mean? Like, who cares if what I wear on my head, what I wear on my, like, shoe, like, feet. Um, and that's that's why I want to call it Beanie, because it's just, it's it's so simple. I kind of like, I guess, what I've been saying this whole time, it's so simple, but it's so, like, for me, when I see the purple Beanie, it represents something like, like a new start. I don't want to say, like, mm -hmm. I don't want to be dramatic and say, like, a, a rebirth or something like that, but it's like, this is, you know, I can... Anybody can have this beanie. It's kind of what I'm saying. Like anybody can like get right. like acquire a beanie, and that's what I feel like I'm doing with getting the two with my music. I just want to be. I want it to be available to everybody. I don't want mm -hmm. finances to be a problem. You know, like if someone wants a beanie, I'll buy. I'll buy you a beanie. You know what I mean? It's you know, and, right. it's, and it's useful. It keeps you warm. It covers your head. You know, mm -hmm. stuff like that. And I like. I wanted my. I want my music to be available to everybody, not just like a. 
if you, you know, I don't want to have Taylor Swift ticket prices. You know what I mean? Like, right. Right. That's not what I'm going. That's not what I, I know. It's not her fault, but it's like, right. That's not what I'm going for. Right. Sorry. No, I, and, and you know, that that's, well, that's a huge, huge point. Uh, you know, it isn't about the, you know, the, the huge mountains of gold that will come pile upon you. It is about the art itself. And it is about, you know, having that pure connection you know there's a huge difference between those that are we'll say on the big scale of the industry the one hit wonders and those that have a career those that have a career have vested into their fan base have built a relationship so they are more than just a single line a single note or a phrase you hear in your head over and over and over again they are a connection the listener has with the artist you know, whether that be this, when this song comes on, it reminds me of hanging out with so-and-so family member that I lost or, you know, the homie on the corner. Um, or it's that, yo, I remember watching that Behind the Brand episode and Walter was talking about how sick he was while recording this dope record, Beanie. And now I've got so much more involved and invested in this as a listener because I know the story of the creation. Um, and that is one of the things that you do beautifully well. One of the big things that I love about you more than anything else is anytime someone purchases a piece of merchandise from you and you have to mail it out, there's always some sort of personalized note in there because you actually care. You know that this isn't just coming from a machine. This is a person, you know, and you know that you're not just now investing in a garment in which you're going to wear, you're, in, you're investing in the person's growth. Um, you've talked about it a bunch of ways through here, but I really want you to, for those that are listening with their pens. And On WNHHLP 103.5 FM New Haven, myself, Prestige, and my partner in crime, Long Island Rays, Elm City made EZ Blues is in the building. Wata, the person responsible for our theme song is on behind the brand for a third time. <laughs> go ahead, Easy Blues. Go ahead. Um, but you know, can you can you talk about that moment of realization for you, where you started to do that, where you started to be like, hey, seriously, thank you for 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 investing in this. From the beginning, to be honest, I I sucker for handwritten things. <clears throat> I. Mm -hmm. I get sad thinking about the day that there there'll be a day that I won't be able to do that anymore. You know, like right. Uh, mm -hmm. It's to me, time is currency. Is as expensive as the euro or expensive as the the dollar? You know, it's more expensive. So to me, taking that time to write that note card, it's like I, I'm telling you, it's like, hey, I took, you know, I took thirty. I reflected on how I know you, and I then I right. and I thought of a moment that we met each other or like or something that I. Is on my mind for those 30 seconds or a minute, whatever, how long it takes me to write that note card. And it's just a thank you. It's, I don't know. It's human. It's, it's really simple. Mm -hmm. Like to me, it's like, hey, like, thanks. You know what I mean? Like, and we get so much junk mail. We don't, I mean, literally, like I sent so much mail from, 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 I love postcards. We get so much mail that's bills and it's like, you know, Eviction notices. Every nobody gets mail. Nobody's like excited to put on the like the mailbox anymore. And to me, that's why everything's sent in like a, a purple bag. You know what I mean? Like everything's sent in like uh, nobody's used to like. Oh, what is this purple package? You know what is this like mm -hmm. green package? Um, it it comes down to just that. Like, I want you to go to the mailbox, and I'm. When I even order something from Amazon, dude, I'm like out the window. <laughs> I'm like looking out the window, like where's that package? You know, like, mm -hmm. and, and and I I want to like reflect that excitement on someone else. You know, it's like, hey, I'm waiting for this package from like Jose, or I'm waiting for this postcard, mm -hmm. like, or or I'm not waiting for it and I get it randomly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, hey, cool. I got I got this like all these coupons, and I got this like go get your teeth cleaned for ten bucks or whatever. You know, whatever mm -hmm. like joke mail you get and bills you get hey there's this little like postcard hey i was thinking i was thinking about you thank you thank you right. for thinking about me i i also thought about you yeah now that that, that is so dope and it is so 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 important you know and 
you know, as you're continuing to grow, as you're continuing to evolve, I also love the fact that you said, you know, I'm going, I, I'm already sad that I know it's, there's going to be come to a time where I'm not going to be able to do that. Um, you know, that is, that is both, you know, a positive affirmation, but also understanding that as you grow and you become more part of the industry, that human side has to go away for a moment. Um, or, you know, you, you do a lot more of the meet and greet aspects and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And there's ways to grow into that. And when we, when, when we hit that level, we'll have that conversation. We're not going to project right now. Um, but as you are preparing for those next steps, okay, you've had the France venture, you've had every other adventure, you know, what's the next adventure that you can talk about? And because we are coming to that wrap-up type of section, so this is going to be a two-part thing. I want you to tell people about what the next adventure is, but I also want you then to tell everyone how they can connect to you, <clears throat> how they can support you, how they can get in touch with you, um, and how they can grow with you moving forward. Lots of the floor is yours. So many postcards. I have a few lots. What's our time limit looking like? Oh, we're Get near close. there. We're definitely near there. Okay. I'll be quick. Um, <laughs> Do your thing. Take your time. Next thing, really, release this album, Tour Cross Country. Mm-hmm. Um, The good thing I liked about this album is that I didn't announce it. I didn't, nobody, I mean, maybe you, nobody knew I was going to France. Because in mm-hmm. my head, I'm like, nobody needs to know. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's like, nobody needs to know there's another album coming out. Like, right. and that's why I feel like the art, in this album was better because I didn't have that pressure. I didn't have to be like, oh, I got to sell all these pre-orders. I'm like, no, dude, I'm going to put my mm-hmm. head down. I worked my butt off, two jobs, and I did it. And I didn't have to tell anybody. I didn't have to ask anybody for a hand. And it's not that, mm-hmm. like, I'm very grateful. I, there's so many hands that hold me up. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but it was like, to me, I was like, let's, let's you know, let's get our hands dirty. I mean, I, you know, right. and next i don't know maybe i i want to go back to france i want to go like i i want to i want my music not, just not to be in the u.s literally that's all you know there's right. like a little group mm-hmm. in france now that i have like when we went to the bar they put like my photo it was weird dude they thought i was like <laughs> there's like photos at the bar you know what i mean and it's uh, like i'm like i can be big in the u.s and i can also be big in right. france, you know yeah and for me i mean just go for it, everybody. You know what I mean? Just go, you know. I don't want to live a life that when I'm on my deathbed that I'm like, damn, I should have gone to France. I'm like, I want to right. be like, yo, you know, I went I went to France. I went to, I have no money. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about money. Right. It literally, like, I come from like, like the, the mm-hmm. projects, you know. It's not about money. It's just like, if you put it out there and just go for it. Right. You'll get some form of it. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, mm-hmm. Um, that's really it. I went in there because I, I think we're running out of time, but it's like, well, and well, how can people get in co- contact with you? How can uh, people follow you? Yes, uh, at Hola Hoata, Hola Hoata, <laughs> um, J O A T A, Hota O A T A. Um, catch me on my show. Mm-hmm. You know? Listen to the new album. I think I I think uh, uh I think we're after something. I think you are. It's awesome. Appreciate, Appreciate you, you so much, brother. I love this. I'm, I'm, I'm so curious to see. Like, you guys have been there from the beginning, and I really, I'm really grateful for that. And I'm curious to see like the evolution, the development from like the first episode to the third, and hopefully four, five, and six. You know. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> thank you for thank you. Thank, we'll be all thank you for always thank you for always having me. Definitely always. We appreciate you, brother, on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, New Haven. Thank you so much, Watson. Appreciate you, buddy. Wondering what to write about. Trying to figure out what it's all about. Excellentialist. Am I worth anything or just a scout? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know Spending time all alone, sending my songs to the phone Dreaming of a better home, when while focused on trying to hone This craft, 
witchcraft I hope the brujas let us last Relationships for sustainable outcome coming up from the bottom, cultivating ceremony around beats and poems from Earth to cosmos. We make this place worth living in together. We make this place worth living in together. 